The Holy Gospel is a reading according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the reign of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know, and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things, and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God loved the world in this way, that God gave the only Son, the only begotten one, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. I love this exchange from Alice in Wonderland. The caterpillar and Alice look at each other a long time in silence. Finally, the caterpillar asks, Who are you? Alice replies rather shyly, I, I hardly know, sir, just at present. At least I know who I was when I got up this morning. But I think I must have been changed several times since then. There are times when change happens so quickly, we don't even know who we are anymore. On this feast day of our namesake, Holy Trinity, on a day with a baptism and a Jewish naming ceremony. How good to reflect on the name of a person, the name of a church, even the name of God. Most of us want to know our roots. No wonder people turn to things like Ancestry.com. But what if what if out of the blue you receive news that reveals that you are not who you thought you were? That is what happens to a character named Suki 
in Fanny Flagg's delightful and quirky novel, The All-Girl Filling Station's Last Reunion. Nothing, nothing could have prepared Suki to get the news. You are not who you think you are. At age 60, Suki learns that she is adopted and her father unknown. And she freaks. After all, her birth mother's last name is Jurda Berlinski, and all her relatives are from Pulaski, Wisconsin, she learns. So she tells her husband, my life is over. I'll never be the same as long as I live. Yesterday I was a Southern Methodist English person. And today I'm a Polish Catholic person with an unknown father. Now the only thing that Suki knows Polish is those little Polish sausages she eats at the Waffle House. So she Googles Pulaski, Wisconsin, learns it has the largest polka festival in the United States. And since it is close to Green Bay where people paint themselves green, sit in freezing cold football games and eat cheese curds, she asks her husband, Earl, have you ever noticed that I eat a lot of cheese? <laughs> or is it just my imagination? Nicodemus, in our gospel, comes to Jesus in the secrecy of the night, full of questions, seeking something. And Jesus tells Nicodemus, you must be born from above, or born anew, or as some translate, born again. Yet Nicodemus, like we do, gets stuck in literalism, religious literalism. To him, a second birth sounds like entering a mother's womb again, and he asks, how can these things be? Yet Jesus is speaking of mystery, the mystery of change and transformation at any age. The spirit is like the wind. You can't see spirit, but you can see where it goes. You can see signs of it. And like Nicodemus, we may wonder if there's more to life than we first thought. Maybe we are not who we thought we were. This gospel today, I love this gospel because it uses maternal, feminine imagery of birth to speak of spiritual things. Yet both Judaism and Christianity most often has, have used patriarchal male language for God. And in the past several decades, actually since I was in seminary, Feminists and many others, including me, have struggled with a God who is translated, translated as he in the scriptures or in Christianity called Father. Yet as we will sing shortly, recent poets and hymn writers, they're helping us expand our language. And even while we Christians sing of the Trinity, we can use images such as womb of life. Yet what of the name of God? For Jews, the divine name is too sacred to pronounce. Jesus called God Abba, an Aramaic term that means something like Papa or Daddy. Christians have a Trinitarian name 
formula, if you will, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, some folks are now adding mother of us all. We baptize in the name of the Trinity at the baptismal font, which we could call the womb of the church. These days, there are more and more interfaith couples. There are more people with double or multiple religious belonging. And other people who may be agnostics or atheists may or may not speak of a higher power or mystery or ultimate concern or divine source. And in this church, we honor diversity, even the diverse expressions of religion and spirituality as a mark of the holy. Now, all of this could make our heads spin as it did Alice in Wonderland, or it could open our hearts. Dear friends, the mystery that we celebrate, that Christians celebrate on the feast of the Holy Trinity, is not about dogma. It's not about being right. It's not about explaining God. It's about mystery, spirit, wind. As we come to love the questions of life and of faith even more than the answers, maybe we're not who we thought we were. Our identity is always in flux. And how, how cool is that? For God is always more than we thought. And God continues to birth us to become something more as well.